Well, it's football time in not just college football, but the Tennessee and Florida game. We want to make a special episode just for this game because of the disappointing and weird outcome that we've seen happen down there in the swamp. And before we get into it, as always, I'm joined with my co-host Jaden and Cody. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy, what in the world happened in that game? I mean, I'm, I'm going to give you a little recap of how I felt in this game, all right? Quarter one. So you're telling me there's a chance. Quarter <laughs> two. Oh, no! We suck again! And that was it. That was pretty much it. After that, it just kept on getting worse and worse and worse. Uh. Like, the disappointment. I will say, is unreal. I will say that that opening drive was probably, you know, and you, you would think that it would be the pace setter for the game, but it, it was furthest from that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, me it and Cody was... both picked Tennessee to win slightly in this game. And we were so wrong. Yeah. It wasn't even funny. I mean, don't get me wrong. And, and I've read this all day long, and it just irks me. Well, Tennessee always complains about the refs. Every time, here it is. They're complaining about the refs again. They're complaining about the refs again. When it was so obvious that the announcers were saying what is going on, you have an issue. Yeah. It's not just Tennessee complaining about the refs being unfair. It was blatantly bad officiating. Blatantly. They call stuff on us that they won't call in Florida that whole entire game. I remember there was a uh, a holding call because one of our linemen pounced on one of their, you know, defensive line. And that had happened the whole entire first half. To our guys, Florida was doing the same thing. Not a single holding call was thrown on them. Tennessee does it one time, they throw a flag. Pass interference calls that were right in front of the officiating crew, and they they just look away. Just like it's, I mean, um, he's tugging think, on his jersey. I think the most notable call was probably either third quarter or fourth quarter whenever they um i think we were in a drive and we were about we i think we were in the red we were in the red zone and all of a sudden i think florida just does something i think i I don't remember exactly the specifics but florida does something stops the play and then substitutes right in the middle oh no 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 no. doesn't give tennessee any no No, what happened happened. was i i watched i was i watched it they they finally reviewed it right because officials won't stop something unless, you know, this, like the the drive or the possession real quick, unless, you know, it's warranted. They were resetting the ball, right? They were resetting the ball after the official kicked it, and they got two free subs in. Yeah. So the, the official ran through the line, kicked the ball. The guy waved it off. They're like, no, stop the play. Stop everything. I'm resetting the ball. They got two free subs, and Tennessee didn't get to do anything. Just just ruined the entire tempo of the drive. Which the announcer said, and I have to agree, when's the last time you ever seen a officiating crew kick the football where they had to reset the ball themselves? That doesn't happen. 
And they get I would say, out of it. yeah, I would say that was deliberate. He kicked that ball on purpose because Tennessee was going to try to do a fourth and short conversion. That's what it was. It was fourth down. Mm-hmm. They were trying to do a really quick snap to do a conversion. They kicked the ball to slow down Tennessee. Florida gets two free subs in for, with fresh guys because they knew what was going to happen at this point. They stopped the, the stopped the drive from from going on. I mean, it was this was constantly throughout the whole second half of the game. The the refs were constantly slowing down the pace for, on Tennessee's side. It is so blatantly obvious. Not that, to mention that weird illegal blindside blocked call. What? I don't understand that. How can you? I don't get it. I don't understand how. I, Buddy just turned his head and got blocked, and it was a legal blindside. Like, how does that make any sense? It wasn't even on the side of his body. It was in front of him. It was, it was, he was in front of him. It was literally blocked in front of him. How, how was that a legal blindside? But whatever. We're not just complaining about the refs because we think that's what generally sold the game. No, but it was a factor. No, it was a huge factor. And this is just, this just stems from last week's bad officiating crew. I mean, when you have a fumble that they say, well, they can't review it because they ran out of time to review the plate. Now, that's stupid. No that one's doesn't ever, even make sense. It doesn't make sense. I've seen them take, you know, 20 minutes reviewing a play before. You can't <laughs> you can't review a obvious fumble. I mean, it's on the big screen in the, in the stadium. You can't just look up and say, oh, well, yeah, you're right. That was a fumble. I mean, this is two weeks in a row we've seen bad officiating and nothing has been done about it by the NCAA and there needs to be something done quick because this this is getting out of hand I get it I get it everybody hates Tennessee I don't understand why we haven't been a thing in so long now the only thing we got going for uh, for us is our fight song that everybody you know loves to hate but we haven't been a thing in so long I don't get why you got to pile on to us because we've had one decent season and then you come the next season, all you see is bad officiating from this from these NCAA, you know, refs that seem pretty blatantly to call it one sided. I mean, you shouldn't be an NCAA ref if you can't take your personal feel, feelings and put them aside to officiate a game fairly. You and you know, we wouldn't that. be so sour about it. If if it weren't seven or if it weren't ten penalties for seventy nine yards, and at one point there were back to back penalties, which I think equaled to about thirty yards. Yeah. So we were about third. I think it was third down and thirty yards. I mean, who who in who in the who is going to be able to go against that? What do yeah. you what is what else is there to do? I mean, Not I, to mention, I believe terrible we run play up. calling. We ran. Oh yeah. Yeah. The terrible performance that. that Milton displayed and pretty much whoever else, the whole defense just didn't decide to play. They just said, eh, yeah. We were we were playing, and we kept on putting in the chat, zone, 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 zone. That's all we played, zone, the whole entire time. No man-to-man defense whatsoever, and we were getting burnt up because we was playing zone, and they could pick us apart every single time what they did between last week and this week in on the defense side <laughs> shocks me because we had a pretty worse? solid defense 
How did we get worse in this aspect? I don't understand it. Our defense was top-notch, and we come out playing like a bunch of high schoolers, like we've never played a down in, a, in our life or something. It was crazy. I mean, is he is he pulling the water boy thing on the sidelines saying, you know, reading the football for dummies book or something? Because, I mean, <laughs> it was horrible. I mean, how are you going to play zone the whole entire time and say, well, it hasn't worked for us this past 25 times. Let's try it again. Maybe it'll work for us this time. Obviously, it's not the case. And that's just that's just the defense. Like, Lord forbid we even get into the offense. Oh, it's coming. Just continuously it's run. It's coming. We just run screens and runs, and that's about it. You know. And when you it, can't even do like, that, then you have uh, yeah. And Milton can't. Now let's talk know, about be that. Be accurate. Let's talk about everybody's love of this Milton. Okay, I've been saying it from the get go. This kid doesn't have it. Yeah, he can throw 80, 90 yards, no problem. But when the game's on the line, he will choke. He didn't have it in Michigan. He doesn't have it here. The kid doesn't have it. Every single time we need him to show up, he fails. Yeah, he had an amazing drive, that first drive out of, out of, the, out of the gate. Awesome. We score. I'm thinking... All right, here we go. They did. They fixed his issues in, in this last week's training, and then we blow timeouts for no reason. He's sloppy, slow, acts like he's not even wanting to play the game. He's not even showing up and getting the play. He sees. He calls audibles when he gets nervous and scared instead of stuff that should be played. I mean, they're going to show blitz because they know you're scared. And you, you probably had a pretty decent call to st stick with. And you're going to audible because you're scared of the guys coming at you. It's a part of being a quarterback. Deal with it. And then you don't attempt any more passes from the point that you get sacked the one time. Or no, no the point. Here, let's talk about this part. What was that interception? Oh, that was, what was that? horrible. What was he throw? He gets he gets pretty much sacked, throws the ball at the same time, just pretty much hail Mary it to anybody in the field. We're playing lottery out here in the fifty yard line. Yeah, I mean, what what is going on? <laughs> what are you, what are we doing? You won't throw the ball on the sideline. No, we throw it straight in the middle of the field for anybody to catch it. Throw it at the guy's feet. Nope. Throw it throw it to the sideline. Just nope. Take the sack. Or take the sack. I mean, that's Just the worst the case in, scenario in those options. But no, he does the the worst thing you could ever do is just to throw it up in the middle of the field. Not even down the field, but just in the middle of the field. Where there's multiple defenders saying, oh, free punt right here, right at me. What is his, where's his mind at? I mean, in the in the second half he comes out. And we're thinking, well, hopefully they, they talked in the locker room, got him calmed down or something. No, the, the first, the th in the third quarter, the fumble. first fumble, we got, uh, we had um, 11 seconds left on the clock. He calls a timeout for no reason whatsoever. We have a delay of game because he's just not got his head in the game. He don't know what he's doing. He's out there like he's in La La Land or something. 
can't get anybody ready to go. Of course, the offense is not going to play right when your leader on the field can't even get set himself. He's so scared yeah. of the other side. He's He doesn't get his head in the game, and that shows every single time. That's why you can't count on that boy. And, and what pisses me off the most is that he can he can take command of that offense. Like, Joe Milton is smart in the game of football. That is known. He just does not make good decisions. Why? I couldn't tell you. I don't know why. He just can't stick to his knowledge about the game. He he knows the game. He really and truly does. But the decisions he makes, Cody brought it up. The sack, he's getting ready to get sacked. He just throws it up. What? How is that smart? What like the decision making? I don't I don't understand that. I don't get that. How how can and, you take command of your offense so perfectly and prove that you can take command of the offense and be intelligent in the game of football? And then that happens, and you're like, oh, throw it up, hail mary. There you go, free picking. But we've never For seen me, him, you shouldn't have really. But we've never seen him take command of the team when the when it mattered the most. No, that's the problem, and that's the problem with that. I mean, we a hooker. When when you needed something out of Hooker, he delivered. It didn't matter what well, kind of that, circumstances. Our receivers, you know, yeah. just could get open. And you know, he's got good talent on, on his offensive team. He's got Brew McCoy, Squirrel White, phenomenal players. Jabari Smalls, Jalen Wright, Ramel good Ramel Keaton. He's got good. He's got good talent on on his offensive coordination, but he just it's like it's like he fails to exceed expectations. Not to mention Dylan Sampson and and um, Slaughter didn't even play that game. The Nico Slaughter, well, where were they at? I don't know why Slaughter wasn't playing in the backfield or in the, as a defensive back, and why didn't Dylan Dylan Sampson run the ball once? Where was that at? Why? Why didn't they play? I mean, we Dylan? we had uh, Mays. He was hurt. Still not be able to return yeah, back. Cooper Mays can't stay healthy. So, I mean, he's not been healthy the whole entire time he's been at Tennessee. I mean, he's had knee problems. And, I mean, as a lineman, you're going to have knee problems. I get it. I mean, he's just not been healthy. So, we, he's missing our center. So, that that causes issues. But, I mean, we have some talent there. But if your leader on the field cannot perform under pressure, and that's what it is, he he just melts. Under pressure, you can't even distribute the ball correctly. No, I mean just so then bad. we're forced to run it, and Florida's like, "Oh well, they're running it." Yeah, and that's why we ran in so much. Ball. What? Yeah, it was. I'm uh, almost about to think they need to fire the OC because third and twenty, run the ball. Oh, we're gonna get them, guys! I have a great idea, great game plan. Ready? They'll never see this coming. Yeah. Third and twenty, even though we have to pass it, so they're gonna be covering the pass, right? Run the ball. And then we get what two yards? I, I mean, well, let's let's look what he's working with. He can't trust Milton to actually complete that. I mean, you you can't trust him. He's not Hooker. You I couldn't don't know put why. Hooker in that position. Hooker's going to figure out a way to get that those twenty yards, whether it's on the ground with his own feet or if it's in the air. Hooker would have found those 20 yards. Milton folds under pressure. You can't trust him to get those 20 yards. The kid just can't do it. And He's, why they refused to play Nico, I couldn't tell you why. And we talked about this last, you know, when we were doing our picks. 
If Milton's not performing, put Nico in. What's the worst that could happen? We still lose the game? Well, at least we can figure out where we're going to stand as with the quarterback next year. Instead of now guessing, I hope that Nico's getting some good, you know, knowledge in there. But, I mean, Milton obviously can't learn nothing because he's he was under hooker the whole entire time and didn't learn a dang thing. Yeah, he can throw they a 90-yard pass. Whoopity-doo when he can't perform under pressure. It don't matter if he can't perform. He's got to execute, guys. He's got to execute. Yeah. Execute. Yeah, execute. <laughs> that's 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 the big thing. He's not executing. He can't execute. He's proven that time and time again. And why these people are so tied on to this guy blows my mind. I just hope it's not setting a season, a, 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 what it's going to be like for the season. I'm almost guaranteed they won't play Nico for the, the entire season. I'm almost willing to bet it. I don't understand it. Until Joe Bitten throws like four interceptions straight in the game, I don't think they'll, I do not think they will play Nico. I, it just blows my mind. We have other options on in that QB spot. Try somebody else out. If you don't want to put Nico in because he's he's young, he's a freshman, you, you're afraid of getting hurt, we have another quarterback. Put him in. Like I said, the worst thing that could have happened is still losing the game that we were already having troubles with anyways. I mean, you see other teams. I mean, Alabama's having to do it right now where they're having to figure out the QB spot. Let's do it right now. We still got a lot of huge games coming up. And I don't want to put those. I don't want to put Alabama in the in the hands of Milton. I don't want to put Georgia in the hands of Milton. I don't want to put Texas A and M in the hands of Milton. I don't put Kentucky I don't in the hands want to put of South Carolina. No, I don't want none of that games in the hands of Milton because he can't perform. He fails every single time. Let's figure out the QB know. spot now before it gets any further out of hand. I and mean, we still got a whole season ahead of us. And as we're seeing it now, we don't have a team that isn't, it's not even a shadow of what we had last year. That's what's crazy. It is a shadow of what we had about two years ago, though. Yeah. I mean, blows my mind. And I can't say, I mean, you know, you're looking at it and say, well, yeah, the the OC coach, you know, he's, he's having a, some pretty weird play calls, but what do you do? What do you do when you can't trust your quarterback to perform like he's supposed to? I mean, when how- you have to run screens to warm the quarterback up, there's a problem. Yeah. Like, I, I was watching some stuff the other day just about, you know, the Tennessee and Florida game. Apparently, um, Hunden Hooker was a player, and meaning that he played good during the games, but his practices apparently wasn't all that great. Like, he was not a sh- person that shows up in practice. Like, I'm not going to say that. I'm sure they they done fine and great in practice. But for the most part, he performed on the field more than he performed in practice. Joe Milton performs more in practice than he does on the field. There's a problem there. If you if you're great in practice, but you can't correlate that and translate that to the game on the on game day on the field, then what's the point? Well, I mean, what are we doing here? Well, Why are you the quarterback then? Look at the practice. You know you're not going to get hit in practice. 
your your you know you got your red jersey yeah. on, you're not going to get hit. So of course you're going to perform great. You have nothing to worry about. He goes out in the game. He knows he's going to get hit, and he's scared to death. He's scared to take a hit. I mean, you you would hope your your lineman will do the job, but sometimes it it just doesn't go that way. You need to know the guy's big also. Take the hit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or hit them back or something, you know. I mean, come on, do something. But you, he's so terrified that he just can't perform. I mean, it's just disgusting. You know, he's got plenty of time in the pocket, too. Oh, yeah. You know, he's always got plenty of time. He's got plenty of time to make a decision. He's got plenty of people that are probably open on in a, in a given time on the field. It's just he's not quick on his feet, especially in high pressure. He doesn't perform as far as passing goes. He can. We've seen that in the first drive. He can. But it, when it comes to any other play, he just he's just a shadow of his former self. Not like that's much to speak of anyway. No. I mean, last week I had arguments with people like, well, you know, whether it was the receiver's fault, whether they should catch the ball or not. And I think Brew McCoy came out and said what it was like to actually catch a, a football him is, by him. It's like, you know, breaking your fingers every time you try to catch a ball. But, you know, I had arguments about whether it was the receiver's fault, they should have caught it or not. I don't think there's an argument whose fault it is this week. And if it, if you think it's not Milton's fault, you're still delusional. There wasn't that many dropped. I, I, I could be remembering it wrong, but I don't think there was that many dropped passes we, this week for our receivers. It was just awful accuracy and I don't even know. Bad. Awful, like, I throwing think- it in coverage and... At one point, Brew McCoy had to grab behind him to get the ball. Yeah, he had to reach for it. and I mean, there was bad clock management by, by Milton. Can't figure for, out when to do for anything. For your quarterback, as a quarterback, I get it. Like, I, you're the general, you're the leader. It is, but it's not always up for you to make plays. Just throw the ball to a wide give it to your running back and like when that happened you know you give it to your running but we gave it to a running back all game pretty much but you throw the ball that's all you gotta worry about throw the ball and get it there and let the receiver then make the play don't always worry about oh man i gotta i gotta run for 15 yards in a scramble and try to get out of the pocket or i gotta i gotta show my arm strength like no dude just throw the ball distribute it to the receivers correctly and accurately and let them make a play on the ball I feel like Joe Milton is stuck in this. I don't know what he's doing. I really don't. I don't know if he feels like he has to generate a play himself or he doesn't trust his guys to make a play. Like, I would much rather you throw it on one-on-one coverage and let one of our receivers go up for a 50-50 ball than do whatever you just did today. Or not today, uh, Saturday. Like, what are you doing? I will never discredit a 50-50 ball. Now, I would would rather it be wide open and you lead the ball and you sail it over the defender's head right right in front of the receiver where you can cradle, catch it, and go into the end zone. That would be beautiful. All From what we've seen from Hennon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt, what we saw, that would be beautiful. But if you even can't do that, I would be fine with you throwing it on -on one-on-one coverage. But don't throw it in double coverage. If you have a trusted receiver to make a play on the ball on one-on-one coverage and he can pretty much Randy Moss them, 
that makes the receiver look even better, and it makes you look good for throwing the ball at least getting it there. Yep. But no, you can't even do that. So yeah. I, I mean, he's lost cause. He really is, and I I mean, and I know what's going to happen. They're going to put him back in this this next game coming up, and and I mean, I, at this point, I don't even know if we can say that it's it's a certain that we're going to win, but. Let's say he does good, and they're like, oh, see, he just had a bad game against Florida. And then we're going to bring him in with the next game, and he's going to suck it up again. Was that during the Austin Peay game, too? Was that just a bad game against Austin Peay? What about right? Virginia? Is that I a bad know. game again? We ran the ball all day on Virginia. I mean, come on. That's stupid. I mean, it's it, look at last anyway. year's games, and we were like fast-paced tempo. You know, we were constantly on the moving down the field. I mean, it's like – we're not even playing the same game as we was playing last year. It's it's well, a totally the different same game. Team either. Yeah, I'm not seeing the same Tennessee as last year. It's it's slow. It's sloppy. It's scared. It's not the same football as we've been we had played last year. The the great football that we were playing, and I have to credit it to the only thing that changed, and it's Milton. Milton's the only piece that changed in that equation. Same coach. We have same of the, some of the same talent on the team. The only thing that's not there is Hooker. So what's changed? Oh, that's right. We got Milton now who can't do fast-paced, hurry-up, smart decision, or smart deciding on what where to go, how to manage the clock, keep your – your eyes down the field, scan for targets. He can't do any of that. He's a one-trick pony, and that one trick is the bomb. That's it. So, yeah, and I, and I know you're going. Some of these people are going to look at this game like, man, you know, it was just a dirty game. Yeah, it was dirty, and I blame that on the refs. The refs let it get to as dirty as it was. That last thing that happened with the whole fight on the field, because the refs allowed it to get to that point. They they didn't call like they should have called on the, on some of the things against uh, Florida and did against Tennessee. You're going to get pissed off at that point. You're going to get so mad where you're like, well, you know, it's it's me versus the whole world at that point. I, I get it. You know, so when – Florida's disrespectfully running around in that last few seconds, and one of our linemen smacks that quarterback when he decides to take a late knee. You know that's going to happen because you the, the refs have allowed this to go on, and then there was a fight. You know, I end up being I think three Florida guys got suspended. One of our guys got suspended for that. The whole thing. But where was the coach for Florida who threw one of our players down on the ground? Where was he being suspended for or fined? You don't see that. Why aren't the officiating crew fined or or, or suspended for uh, uh, their blatantly crappy calls? Uh, I've said it once, and I'll say it again. You can't beat Florida ourselves and the refs at the same time. It's impossible. The odds were stacked against us when we walked in there. Yeah. I knew he wasn't going to win that game. I'm still upset about it. 
I didn't think it would go. I mean, I, I would have been okay if they would have been, if it was a fair, clean called game. Florida was just a better player, you know, and they squeaked by with a tough game because we played smart. They played good. I would have been sad, yes, but I wouldn't be so just disgusted by what I saw. No. That's where I'm at. Is just how that whole thing panned out. It was just disgusting. It there's things that need to change. NCAA needs needs to get their act straight on this whole matter. They need to figure out what they're doing. Look at their own officiating crew. Find them when they're not doing their jobs properly. Because it's not just Tennessee game. We've seen this in other games too, in different teams. We've seen this multiple times especially with the targeting calls. No one knows what a targeting call is anymore because in one game, it's one thing. In another game, it's another thing. You can't figure it out. It's all in the discretion of whatever that referee's feeling like this game. I mean, they need to get their act together and start, you know, locking in on these refs and making sure they're doing the job that they're getting paid to do. There's a lot of things that was just downright despicable in that game, and it's just should not happen again. I mean, and I, I I've I've read it all day long. Well, Tennessee's just crying because they lost. No, what I'm mad about is the way how things were handed handled by the the cr- refereeing crew. We've complained every game this season. It's not just you, Florida. You're not special. <clears throat> Shut up. Yeah. We you have... think I care we lost to you? No, we beat you last year. Shut up. You well, where was that at? Yeah. You wanna talk you wanna talk smack now because you beat us, but last year y'all you you cried too, so I don't want to hear it. It's we're the same side of the we're the two sides of the same coin. It's literally the two sides of the same coin. We complain that we lose to you, and you complain that you lose to us. It's the same it's the same thing. And it's F Tennessee, F Tennessee chant at the end of the game. Yep. Why? Because you sucked last year? Why? Because we made amazing strides last year? And you know that we're we're, we're just a, a a pale ghost of ourselves from last year? So you beat on us like a, like a defenseless child in a corner? And then you think it's cool. You think you you think you're the fe- the best football team that's walked the, the face of the earth. Well, you already hear him calling that Florida's going to take, you know the well, yeah. the whole thing. I, that that's unbelievable. I mean, they're not they winning the East. Game. I don't know who said that. I don't know who said they're winning the East and they're not winning the conference. I mean, that's I don't know who said that. Crazy talk. I mean, straight crazy. I mean, they think Tim Tebow's out there or something. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, I know other teams are struggling, but I guarantee if they have to face Georgia and Alabama, they're going to get smacked, and they're going to get smacked hard. I mean, and I know what it is. All of their fans are just happy that they've made in- incredible improvements in the last two weeks. I get it. You played Utah and played some piss-poor ball. Utah beat you. You're upset about it. You go in next week beating McNeese. Okay, good win. And you come and then you beat us on a ranked team, a ranked opponent, a rivalry game, conference game. I get it. You're fired up and you're excited because you have made improvements. That's fine. That's cool. 
But then you don't need you don't need to act like you're, you know, the best team out there, the best team that ever walked the face of the earth. Yeah, I mean, no, it's you're just not. ludicrous what's going on right now. I mean, and, delusional fans, well, I mean, delusional it, players. It is what it is. And 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 I've and on the the other side of the coin, I've heard it from a lot of people already throughout the whole season. Well, you're not a true Tennessee fan because you're not, you know you're not rooting for for milton and you're not sticking i'm calling it as i see it i've been with tennessee Root, for a rooting long. for milton yeah I, really i've been with tennessee for a long time through the lows and the highs i'm calling it like i see it i called it when garantano was there garantano was a garbage quarterback and i called him out for it and same way as i am here with milton yeah just because milton can throw 90 yard pass does not mean he can perform in a game. I'm sorry. He's not proved himself. He has never proved himself. You he have to have one faith good game, in your quarterback. That's it. You have to have faith in your quarterback. Three weeks later, he's still not proved anything to us. What has he proved? Nothing. I should put faith in him? For what? Almost losing every game we've played? Yeah. That's stupid. That's dumb. That's 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 just delusional. What about Alabama? You think Alabama fans are happy with their quarterback situation right now? I bet they're saying the same thing. <laughs> probably not. These guys suck. Probably they're not happy probably with Saban not. right now either. <laughs> no. You're not a real Alabama fan. Shut up. You don't know nothing. It's always hate us. We're the most hated team in the SEC. Oh, I know. That's crazy too. For what reason? I, I don't know. I mean, we haven't been good in so long. I don't know why. In 20-something years. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, we ain't won since 98, buddy. Like, chill out. Yeah. I we mean, showed hope last year, but we didn't get there, so. And and that's what kills me is just I know there's talent on the team that's not being utilized because of the options that we got at the quarterback right now. That's why we're not utilizing the talent we got. Squirrel performed amazingly last year. Mm-hmm. Squirrel's not done a whole lot this year. Why? Because he's not being utilized like he's supposed to be. I mean, it's it's obvious we have an issue at that QB spot. And if we're not going to call it, if no one's going to call it out, someone's got to call it out, you know, and say, hey, you need to fix this. I, I think I've seen, and it made me laugh a little bit, I've seen a, uh, someone posted on Facebook, they had a billboard somewhere outside of Knoxville said it's Nico time. And I, I agree. I'm telling, that is my motto going forward for the rest of the season. It's Nico or nothing. Literally, Nico or nothing. I mean, there's but they won't. gotta be something better. You can't tell me that Nico is not on par with what we saw at the Florida game. You're telling me that that's not on that he can't be on par with at least that. I mean, how worse can it get? To be yeah, honest, at this I point, mean, what Nico's inexperience loses us a game. Who cares, dude? Joe we, Milton's experienced and he can't even throw the ball right. So, I mean, what what's worse, an inexperienced quarterback who don't know anything about the game pretty much, or Joe Milton who knows about the game and he can't even throw the ball correctly? He can't even throw it straight. Can't perform. There's another. Uh, YouTubers that did a SEC skit, and I'll show y'all after we get done with this podcast. But I mean, they, they called it exactly how I've been saying. I mean, he, time management. I mean, you have a ga- you have a game clock. You know, you have 
when you're supposed to snap the ball and you call a timeout for at 11 seconds, there's that's plenty of time to do something. Call your audible, get a call, something that there's still 11 seconds and you burn a timeout for that. What? And then there's times he just doesn't do nothing. He just sits there and lets the time run out and we get a delayed game and, oh, It's like poor he doesn't even know by us. Poor performance in the SEC in general. Oh, yeah. I mean, like... The SECs fell off. Our last episode, you, I mean, Georgia had struggles. Alabama definitely had struggles. I mean, the only one that performed to above their expectations was Mizzou. And LSU played fine. Oh, LSU, yeah. Not to not, to not mention LSU, but I mean... But, yeah, I mean, SEC's kind of gotten shaky this season and this weird next year there's two more people coming in texas oklahoma and that's texas is gonna looking be a problem texas is looking like they're going to be an issue for us yeah not just Tennessee, yeah, I mean, but as the rest of the sec yeah right now they don't look like too much of a challenge or they look like a, a mighty challenge we don't look like much of a challenge no they steamroll us so i mean I don't know. There's going to be some, there'll be some issues that we're going to have to settle. I, I hope, I hope, I don't know what's going to happen. Other, oh, I mean, I do. I know what's going to happen. They're going to continue to play Milton throughout the rest of the year, all this year, yeah, scrap year. Of course they will. And I mean, we may not even see a bowl game because I mean we're going to lose a lot of games Milton as a quarterback. I mean, Let's prove me wrong. Somehow- prove me wrong, Milton. You're not going to, but prove me wrong. Please. <laughs> you haven't yet. I said at the beginning of the game uh, last week, or this past game, I said, I'm okay if you prove me wrong, but you just have not. You have not proved me wrong. You've proved me right every single time. Ah, it drives me nuts, but. Uh, I don't know disappointing that's all i can say yeah really sad it is sad we're not where we're supposed to be that's that's it not even close i mean it's just mind-boggling how this season's been going i mean i I, when we pick next week's and i i can't believe we're still talking about tennessee in the top 25, we should have dropped out of the top 25 with that performance because I really don't see us winning that many more games this season the way we've been playing. I mean, Kentucky, they'll beat us. Alabama, they'll beat us. Georgia, they'll beat us. Uh, South Carolina, they'll beat us. Um, who else we got? Bandy. Maybe a close game. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, we might <laughs> have a chance against Vanderbilt. <laughs> I mean, I'm seeing four or five losses this season still ahead of us. I mean, bowl game may not be in our cards. If we play the way we've been playing. If we have somebody that can't perform in that QB spot. I just don't know why they don't play Nico, man. It's crazy to me. Yeah, mind-boggling confuses me 
and and I know it's the blinders of it has to be the blinders of of practice. And we've seen it the same way with the the you know Milton and Hooker. Milton won the spot the QB spot because he was better in practice, but Hooker showed him he basically took him to school. You know. Mm-hmm. When it came to game day. I mean, oh, well. I mean, all we can do is look forward to the next game. And, I mean, I'll continue to root for my Tennessee team. I mean, I will too, but just, man, uh, do something. I'm a realist, you know. I, I see what we got and I see the issues we have. And for some reason, we're not fixing them. We're not fixing those issues. We're just getting worse. So. Oh, well. I think that's my, done on my rent side of it. Cody, you got anything? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm finished. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. You spoke for the people. Gotta, gotta get it out of there. And told you to be b- lower, or less than an hour, but, and it has been, but it's just, shoo, aggravating. But I guess this is going to be it for this rant of it's football time in the Tennessee and Florida game. Um, if you disagree with us, hey, by all means, uh, show me where we you're were blind, wrong. But all right. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> if you're a Tennessee hater, why are you listening to this rant then? I mean, that's all I got to <laughs> say. I mean. So, love it. Uh, love it. If you're a. A Florida fan, a good win for y'all, I guess. You played great, but yeah, I'm sorry. There's some stuff that just couldn't slide, man. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and for the rest of the SEC t- teams, you need to figure out your stuff. Do also. better. Yep. No. Alabama talking to you. Georgia <laughs> talking to you. And uh, we will catch you on tomorrow's episode where we pick our next week's games. Uh, the upcoming games for week number, what are we in? Four? Uh, four. Four, week four. four. Yep, week four. So we'll pick our week four games tomorrow and see how far we're going to be wrong on these also. <laughs> sure. But until then, I'm Dustin. I'm Jaden. And I'm Cody. And we will catch you on the next episode. <laughs>